All right, we're live. Uh, tapping birdie, Valspar Championship with Luke sweated out. Um, you texted me before. I wasn't going to drink tonight. Just I want to put it out there uh, for the people. Was not going to boost tonight. I'm going to John May tomorrow. I'm going to get wasted. Um, but I had some Delos from this weekend, so I got some Delos. You have one too. Where, did you just have them ready to go? Yeah, I always have Medellas ready to go. I mean, that's just I, – I didn't think that needed to be discussed. But uh, I'm glad I was able to peer pressure you into uh, having one with me. I, yeah, it'll be I, okay. So you, you're a fan of Delis? Not drink beer, so cheers. Man. Cheers to you, man. Cheers, bud. Do you need a, Do you need it with a lime? I'm not a lime guy. See, like I, I was posting my beers on vacation, like and like the beers there are like pretty bland. So I'm like, need it with a lime. I posted them. People are like, dude, like, what are you doing putting a lime in your beer? Like, that's mad beta. Like, that's mad gay. Like, fellas, is it gay to make your beer taste better? Like, I don't think it is personally. It's, it's not. Uh, it's not. Limes are not gay. Fruits are not gay. But I, I, you know, I've said before, this is the perfect beer. Yeah, uh, I don't think it needs to be messed with. You know, I think that the folks over at Modelo, they got the recipe right, you know, and, and so I just stick with the way they, they produce it. <laughs> One thing I will say about Delos is that they do, they do have a lot of calories. Um, so if you're just like, I used to just like get a 12er and like pound them for the night and then, yeah. So I, I like a Delo like on a, on a standard night like just a couple drinks but um yeah love delos they're great they're great with the lime uh one of my favorite beers you know i'm a high noon guy obviously but oh. i know you're also you're you're a big red wine guy no you're not sipping on some vino tonight no you know i when you said you were going with the deli i i was like i'll just match that i'm i got them okay. i got them uh you're in good. the fridge I'm, I'm good to go yeah normally i'd go with a nice red wine i'll probably pour some after this with dinner um yeah, you know, but beer and wine, you know, I just I just keep it simple. Yeah. I don't really get into the seltzers. I stay away from the hard liquor. You know, my family um, on my mother's side is is native. You know, my mom grew up on an Indian reservation, and she always tells me, um, you know, we gave away this entire country thanks to to whiskey. So I definitely yeah. stay away from the whiskey. Yeah. No, you know, no, bueno. Yeah, this stuff. No bueno. This won't get you in trouble. Other than no, maybe it will not. It will not at all. Yeah. So. How has the the golf season kind of gone for you this year? How has 2023 been? Um, I know as a, lo a lot of golf betters are a little bit frustrated with how things have turned out, but have you been enjoying 2023? Like, is there reason to panic? Like, what, what are your overall thoughts on this year? So I think like most people, not winning a ton because, you know, uh, we as betters are not, typically backing, you know, the favorites, the single digit guys. And, and it's like with Rom and Scotty seemingly winning every time they tee it up, um, it makes it a lot harder for, for people like us who like to build a nice balanced card. You know, um, if you hit Kitayama, I mean, that was really the only yeah. one in like the big events that, that wasn't a Rom or Scotty. Right. And then some of these other ones, the Siwoos, the, the Kirks, you know, yeah. I was able, I was able to be on Kirk. That was good, but so it's, it's been decent. You know, I've hit, I've hit a couple of winners um, enough to keep me in the positive yeah. for now, yeah. but um, yeah, man, it, it's, it's, it's just tiring to see Scotty and Rom. And it's like, at what point do we just like throw our hands up and be like, 
fucking I'm backing these two idiots and and hopefully they win and you know you'll probably win. I don't yeah, know. no, it's tough because the way I look at it, there were really only like four outrights you really could have been on this year. Right. Um, Homa, Kirk, Siwoo, and um, Homa, Kirk, Siwoo, and Rose, and Rose, Rose, and Rose. Yeah. Like yeah. there were only like four winners in like kind of the range that like everyone really bets. So yeah. if you weren't like, I think most people have, were on like one of those, you were lucky enough to be on two of them. Um, but like, if you weren't on, you know, at least one or two of those, which is tough out of two out of four of like really hittable bets. Like it's just tough. Like it, it's yeah. just, it's really tough. And like, um, you know, it, it's, it's hard to like kind of, go back and put up all this money every week to bet on. I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking to it. Like we'll be okay. Um, But it's just kind of, it's a little frustrating. And at least like Scotty, when he went on that run last year, like he won it like fake, like he won it bettable odds. Like it wasn't like crazy. Like 30, 30 plus for Phoenix. And yeah. And and then he was like 18 to one for the rest of his wins. Like we bet a guy's 18 to one. Like you could bet that, but like this year, like him just being like 11, like Rom winning everything. Like it's just tough. Do you think that it will like even out? Dude, I don't, I don't know, man. I mean, because even if you look at a couple of these other ones, right? Like, you know, Kirk winning at, 25 30 to one like in that field he was one of the best players right and so many people didn't bet it because it's like we see kirk at 80 100 most weeks so at 30 it's it's hard to stomach but the good players are winning so like yeah we'll talk about this when we get into the board because that's kind of how i'm approaching this week it's like man maybe i should just stop betting losers like guys who are good you yeah. know, even if it's even if the prices are not what I, I wish agree. they were, like if you're sitting there on Sunday morning with the 25 to one ticket on a guy when he's, you know, in the live odds, three or four to one, like that's a good you, you'd like to be in that position. Right. So even if it's someone you wish you would bet at 50, like you'll be happy to have the 20 come Sunday if they're if they're there. So, you know, it just seems like golf is in this position where good the good guys are just winning every week yeah. like regardless of the event so that's just kind yeah of and like I, I i'm with you like events like this you just gotta you can't be like this is a horrible price for keegan bradley or tommy fleetwood right like, you like, just gotta bet him like and this chris kirk fair. was like a quote-unquote horrible price at the honda but like he wasn't like the way right. he was playing the florida history like it really was not a bad price you just had to bet him there so Absolutely. that's where like this week like we have an opportunity to hit a winner. Like we're live to hit a winner. And that's why I was upset by not being on Kirk was that it was a very like bettable, like it was just, it was an easy play to be on. Like kind because like you just, you can't, you're not, we're not going to get that many winners. We haven't gotten that many like hittable winners this year. So you got to capitalize. So well, this week, this, I mean, got to capitalize. Is a week, this is a week where Rom and Scotty are not here. So like yeah. you said, we got to capitalize, man. Yeah, no. Um. Also later in the, uh, the show, we're going to be talking some March madness, some, yes, some brackets. Sir. I asked you to come on this week, like a while ago, but like, I'm just such a good host. Like I just knew, like it would be perfect like it would just the way the timing so are you ready to talk some cbb later dude you know it i'm like ready to talk you it got right some now bets in the middle at the end um 
Yeah, you, we I'm can, sure we you have, have like some futures. We we can so I've bet some futures. Um, I'd be happy to like talk about futures that I think you know, like for people who uh who haven't haven't made any futures, I think there's still some numbers out okay. there that are that are there's worth some value, betting. there's some plus EVs plays. I think so, and then even some like uh some regional odds that I think are decent. Okay. Yeah, um, I know you're a big first half or uh yeah first half, first under half unders first, did you already cash this first ticket no dude S- southeast missouri state versus texas a wasn't even Corpus close Christi. did you bet it oh yeah you know i bet it, Fif- it cash are we just riding it or are we just doing points. it we're doing we it just, we're just doing it we got to do every the single i mean the the books are hip to it but it seems like even they, they can't adjust it right like they're not cutting the the full game total in half they're like cutting it in half minus five or whatever wow it's it's every game still cashing with ease so you just gotta do it man yeah i don't like i've venmoed my bookie a lot recently (laughs) and like not not even i had a bad week last week but like before that i i had some some good weeks and stuff like it's just hard for me to like justify like betting a few hundred on golf outrights that are like 99% like going to lose and then like bet like a bunch of other sports like it's just tough like when you were like feeding me big east winners like it was fun like i don't know like i would like i would usually on a normal game throw 50 like right. i personally i don't have the balls to throw 50 on every set. like i would throw like 20 I, like i can't do a full unit on every first half on no that. man no and i i'm i'm certainly <laughs> not gonna do that either don't condone that as much as i would love to bet you know 50 100 bucks on every first round game first half and the total or or you know and the side whatever like you should you should only bet things that you have an edge betting, right? You don't have to because a lot of this is for fun. It's for fun. It's for fun. Especially golf, you know, outrights and shit. Yeah. So like, um, but I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to try to be pretty selective with my first and second round, at, at least first round like sides, but there's a couple out there that I think are pretty good. And, and we'll get into that. Um, when I kind of talk about like my approach to my like bracket, because right, because okay. that's the other thing is we all got our brackets, yeah, um, yeah, and that that gives you enough like skin in the game, you know, enough action to kind of to kind of quench yeah. the thirst. So yeah, um, yeah, you don't you don't need to bet every single game. You can, but you don't. Yeah. Need to. So um, in terms of of golf this week, like I, I sent out a tweet earlier, like. Where does Valspar like kind of like rank on you're 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 are a full PGA tour hardo, like you love the PGA tour, like you like different events. Like I consider you someone like I trust, obviously. Uh the Valspar does not do it for me. I don't know what it is. It's not the feel. It's not like, oh, it's a shitty feel. I don't like this event. Like I like the PGA tour enough. But for whatever reason, like I was more excited for like the Honda. Like I felt like there was more like hype around like the Honda than this week. I think there's many factors. I think being on, you know, after two elevated events before match play. Um, I just think like the amount of great events we've had already this season. I think everyone's just kind of like waiting for Augusta, like after the players and I'm not a huge golf course guy. The course does nothing for me. Like, I don't think the course is like interesting at all. Like I can't name, there's not like one memorable hole. Like every hole seems exactly the same to me on this course. And I think the fact that the past four years, there's only been two different winners that adds to it. So like, 
Yeah, I'm betting it, but I'm not super hyped for the Valspar. Like, what, what, where's your temperature on the Valspar? So I think you nailed it with the right in the last five years, there's only actually been four Valspars, I think, right? Because we had, yeah. we had a canceled one. Yeah. And there's only been two winners. Um, so I think that, that feeds into it a lot, you know, uh, golf, like betting and the golf community has really picked up in the last couple of years. Um, so, so we, as a golf community, we've only really known Paul Casey and, and Sam Burns for this event. Right. I I'm with you there. It's also the last of the Florida events. Yeah. You know, we've had a four week Florida and I think that everybody kind of agrees that PGA national is a super fun course. Like it, it, uh, produces a super fun event yeah. and then it's hard to compete with API or the players. Yeah. And then to come off that high of API players and even, even Honda. So three, like it yeah. does seem like it's the, the little brother of the four Florida events. And then you also mentioned that what is coming after this is much bigger. We fall on the same weekend as, as the first week of the P of the uh, NCAA tournament. So like it, it makes sense why it would be, you know, not the most hyped event. And I'm kind of with you on the course. It's, I think it's a fine course. It's not in the top five, 10, 15 that we play all year. Um, but what I'm excited about is something we touched on earlier is just like, we have an opportunity <laughs> to actually win some money this week because fucking Scotty and, and Rama. So. No, no. If, if like, if someone like, uh, like we'll, we'll talk to our guys. Like if someone like obvious wins and I was thinking about it, I'm not on him. I'm going to be really, really yeah. upset, but it'll be okay. Hopefully, yeah. you know, we'll hit a winner. It'll be okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we, you know, we could, we could get into it. Uh, we could get into the board, you know, again, I, I don't think this is really the week to do it, but JT and Jordy are both 12 to one Fitz 16 burns, 18. Um, Zero shot. Burns wins three years in a row. Like he has zero chance to win. Fitz injured, not winning. JT, something's up. Something's up with JT. He's not doing it. I know he's your guy. Uh, out on JT. Out on speed. Like I'm good on these four. Who do you like the most? Who do you like the least out of these four at the top? So JT, yeah. Everybody knows I've been betting this goddamn bozo every week the last, you know, basically since 2023 started, the ball striking is so good. It's so good. And like, you watch him hit these shots and you're just like, that's fucking stupid. Good. You know, hits it from 197 yards to four feet. And then he doesn't even sniff the hole on the yeah. floor. It's, yeah. it's the putter that's, that's letting him down. It's just, it's atrocious. Um, and speed is, is kind of in the same boat. He's like prone to these just horrific misses. Um, I think Spieth lost close to three, three strokes putting on the last five holes at API. Like, <laughs> did you, did you have them? You, I, don't, no. I did. I had a live ad that I didn't tweet out. Wow. Um, but I had a live ad on Jordy. Pretty respectable. I think I had a 25 on him. Um, that was tilting. That was tilting. Yeah. That was yeah. really tough. Kind All of he had to do was make Jordy. some, make some four footers or five footers yeah, and like, wins. And, you know, so, so I'm out on either of those guys at, at the price burns, you know, as I go through the stats and I go through everything, like he pops hard and it, it's easy to understand why he's won twice in a row yeah. here, but three times. No, not happening. Not happening. I love fits. You're in on fits. I think I, I I'm 
like 90% on it fits. I haven't pulled the trigger yet. I've got a 17 that I'm staring at. Do you think um, it, it will go up at, at Circa tomorrow? I think at Circa we could get a little drift. It, okay. 18, 18, 19, maybe 20 at Circa, I'm, I'm thinking. Um, and if and I'll probably pull it at 17 if that's the best I can get. But but we are going to have a very windy uh, Valspar, super windy. I think, you know, it's been well documented what the rough looks like. You know, it's normally a, a like three inch rough and they're closer to four inches of rough this this year. Um, everything about this course screams fits. And and like we talked about earlier, man, good players are winning golf tournaments. So yeah. like top 10 here last year. Yeah, absolutely. And so so Fitz is uh, almost certainly going to be a play. You know, I'm a I'm a wind split guy. Yeah, love it. The wind, the wind, the advantage, I believe, will be PMAM. I'm with you. You don't want to play Friday afternoon, and he got yeah. he got the PMAM. So okay, okay. Fitz is Fitz is talking to me. All right, I, I love it. I, I I think it's a good bet. 17, 18 to one. Uh, I'm I'm glad you're in on that. No, I I just won the U.S. Open, right? Like I mean, yeah, he can, he can do it. Um, yeah, no, I was looking at the win. Like it won it not only is horrible Friday afternoon, it dies down Thursday after Thursday afternoon. Yep. It's, it's gonna like, be not start windier and then it gets calm. And yep. honestly, I was looking through it cause I was trying to find some guys to bet. Like there's not really that many good guys in, in PMAM. Right. Um, but one guy I did bet some guy I was like circling that I wanted to bet. Um, but I wasn't really sure. And then I looked at the weather and he's in PMAM. I bet Justin Rose at 25 to one. Great number. Um, I, I got the 25. I got I got it on a local book. I endorsed the 22. Like that, that's totally fine. I think the the biggest like reason as to like why he wouldn't win is because he just won Pebble. But I, I don't really see that with him. Like I think he could rattle off two wins pretty close. Sixth place at the players last week, gained 8.9 T to green. Um, and again, he's someone you kind of want on more difficult conditions, I, I think. And I just really like the way he played last week. Obviously, one of Pebble was playing well before that. Two missed cuts in between. Um, hasn't played this event much. He's played it um, a while ago, but he, he played it well. And I, I just think he could kind of do it again. And I really think that if the weather, I'm hoping it, it's a huge wave advantage because right. hopefully our guys would, would have a big leg up. But yeah, I'm in on, on Rose at, at 25. I think it's a... A good play. And then like we're kind of talking, I believe you should have someone of Rose, Hadwin, Keegan, Fleetwood. Like you should bet one of these guys um, on your card. This is, again, kind of a Chris Kirk situation. Hadwin, Keegan, and Fleetwood at 25, you know, they are not quote-unquote good numbers, but I think relative to the field, they're totally fine. Um, Are you betting any of these three? So I'm almost certainly going to end up on Rose as well, which, which makes for a pretty stuffed card taking two guys this low, but like, like you mentioned, uh, you know, Rose coming off of a win, not that long ago, doesn't really scare me either. You know, don't forget Justin Rose was world number one, not too long ago, what, four or five years ago, less than that. Justin Rose was world number one. Like dude can win twice. Uh, He's got a Ryder cup narrative. He's got the Ryder cup thing going for him. Pebble was very windy. Um, he hits long irons really well. He plays in the wind really well. You know, there's, there's nothing about this 
particular week in this event that that shows me that Justin Rose can't win, especially because this field is just not that strong. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that if, if Rose hadn't ha- gone on his little Hanma, you know, golf club expedition and like gotten rid of Taylor maids, like, I don't know that he would have ever dropped off to the level that he did. I think he had a huge equipment problem. Um, and I think he's gotten that all sorted out pretty well. So, so I love Justin Rose. I'm same thing with, with, Fitzpatrick, I'm waiting on a little bit of drift um, on the number, see if I can get better than 22, but I like that number. Um, Keegan and Hadwin were the other two you mentioned. Like, I don't have a lot that I can say uh, in the negative other than just like I have to I have to take a stand, right? Yeah. And everything I'm looking at, Rose, Rose pops pretty hard. And then Fleetwood is the other one that like, everything I look at, every stat I look at or every condition, every course history, whatever I look at, I can't get Fleetwood to disappear. Um, but he can't win. Like legitimately cannot win. Well, history tells us he cannot, right? Cause he, he can't, never like legitimately cannot win no. in the U S no, he can't do it. And, and I mean, last week was, he set himself up pretty well to be one of the chasers. You know, no one was gonna, in the end, no one was going to no. catch Scotty, but he didn't even come close. Like yeah, like second hole, like ejected. one, like one fifteen out, like makes a bogey immediately. Like, ejected. Like, yeah, so sick. so that sick. one, I think that one would be the easiest one to cross off, just because it's like, well, how many times are we gonna sink our money into this fucking loser? You know, how, have you bet? Like, are you like a Fleetwood guy? Like, have you bet him a lot? I haven't. I have bet a little bit of Fleetwood recently. Um, I've always been a Fleetwood guy. I think everybody's a Fleetwood guy. Um, but at 25 to one for a guy who's got, I mean, he's got to have a couple, I don't know. What has he got? A hundred, 125 PGA starts. Like he's, he's got a lot, man. He's never won. Yeah. yeah. It's could, not even like, it's not even like, Oh, like, Oh, like Chris Kirk was 25 to one. Like right. he won like four or five times. Like on right. the PGA tour. Yeah. Um, Tommy just, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little worried because like right now, like I don't really think I can bet Keegan. Like Keegan's like kind of my guy. He's one of my favorite golfers um on tour hit him at the zozo so like it's hard for me to be like down money on keegan um had that runner up finish to sam burns kind of shit all over himself on sunday um was very popular at the players like i'm a hypocrite like i just i'm a hypocrite i want to say it i don't know if keegan's gonna win twice this year like he probably got his win again hypocrite for betting justin rose again but i don't know like i just i don't know if keegan's gonna like win twice and like one year like it just it like i think this is a great course for him like i do think he'll bounce back well um off that missed cut no water here but it's just tough i mean missed the cut here last year like it's not like keegan is you know just gonna like you know he'll be there on sunday like i don't think he's really a golfer you can say that but he is my guy and i wouldn't want him to win if i wasn't on him because i've bet him like a bunch of times this year but at like 60 to 1 Dude, skinny Keegan is kind of a different beast, right? Like <laughs> he's just a different dude. He he lost some. He clearly lost some. Like he's clearly in better shape, and he's been better so far this season yeah, he's than good. he's been in a very long time. So like I can't knock the Keegan. You know, stat wise, he rates out really well. You know, theoretically everything should be uh, coming up Keegan, but you can't bet every single guy. Yeah, can't 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 do it. I. I 
bet three guys um, in the 40s, um, kind of just fired them off. I might cash out one. I, I never really condone cashing out um, bets because there's literally nothing in the world worse than um, like cashing out a bet and like having them make a detection. Have you ever had a situation like that where you bet somebody and you cash it out for some reason and they didn't win but like they were in contention or they won do you have any horror stories from that you know i don't um nevada betting is a lot different than what has been you know legalized in most states and stuff so like cash out options are not a okay thing i don't i can't cash out a bet man once they sell you that shit they're like peace good luck that makes sense that makes sense so uh it's not not an option i have um and even like the the only equivalent would be like hedging a bet right yeah. and um on golf outrights i typically don't hedge because i'm not betting enough your money team your team it. no hedge I, i'm not betting enough money that it's going to change my life you know yes. if i had uh if i threw down a hundred dollars on a, a hundred to one golfer um and he was in a playoff right like yeah, i might i might hedge that that's you know it's a couple m- yeah. mortgage payments like but for the most part it's it's just not worth it you're just right yeah I, i'm of I do hedge like just I've said on like I do hedge to cover like my bets for the week. Sure. Like I cover it like I bet someone like three grand. I'll hedge like for like three hundred, four hundred dollars. Like just so like I am not. I'm not, I'm not anti hedge. Yeah. Know? No, you're not anti hedge. No, no absolutely hedge. not. Sometimes okay. I, I bet on like, uh, you know, I, I had a future a couple of years ago talking about, you know, NCAA tournament. I had a pretty decent sized Texas a or uh, Texas Tech future against uh virginia i was like fuck it i'm hedging this and i'm gonna watch this stress-free you know national championship was that the year they beat that was like 2017 2018 it was it was what about 18 or 19 the year they lost to virginia they they beat buffalo on their run probably yeah i think that was that i yeah okay so you hedged a little bit that was great do you do you have what again we're weaving it in what is your best future that you feel best about right now I really, really like my uh, 100 to one Marquette future. What is what are those odds right now? Uh, I think 28. Get out. Yeah. Wow, dude, you're sharp, and like you're I've a big East sharp. I've also got a I've also got a much bigger 35 on Marquette, um, and then I've got a 50 to one UConn that I like a lot. I think they're closer to the 18, 17 range right now. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You got some fucking CLV, dude. I'm I'm happy for you. On a couple of them, yeah. Um, I, I bet Justin uh this week. Um, I bet him at I think 40 to one. The guy's playing some excellent golf. He's a Florida guy, played well at Honda, played well at the players. Um, you're a corn fairy guy. He won the corn fairy finals last year. I like him in difficult conditions. Um, like just great ball striker. I'm in. Um, Windy C, my guy. I'm yep. glad that people think he's my guy. I gotta thank my boy Pat Mayo for that. Well, now, now everybody calls him Windy C, dude. Yeah, I, heard, I mean, uh, it's a great nickname. Like, I heard, I, Bam- I heard Bamford calling him Windy C today. I was like, man, no right, way. Guy, I didn't know that. I don't listen. Let's go. That's huge. That's, That's huge. huge for the big program. for the brand. Yeah, I mean, I'm a huge like you, like you, you do nicknames too on your cards. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Windy C, like. He's my guy. I bet him a lot last summer. I played him a lot at DraftKings last summer. Um, like legitimately, you know me. Friday course, like field comes out. Like I'm like scouring it. Like I love Friday at five. Um, like going down Wyndham Clark 
boom, winner. Like, I have the text. Like, I have the fucking text. Like, Wyndham Clark's your winner Friday at 5. And then my best friend, my good friend, on PGA Tout, he comes out with his article, Windy C Spotlight. I'm like, it's fucking Windy C. Let's just do it. Um, So, yeah, the irons have been popping. He's been playing well. Um, you know, he's, he's really improved his, his iron play. He said that he likes difficult courses. Um, the number's not great. Again, it, it's totally chill. Um, all good. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll take Wendy C uh, again, I guess some reservations, uh, my boy Adam pointed out is that he only has like two top fives on the PGA tour. He's never really yeah. like been in contention, not he's a like, winner. He's one of those fat um, guys, man. Like I don't know. He's better than Aaron Wise. Aaron Wise might be the worst golfer on. The he might be. He's been. Um, yeah. yeah. He's been he's, bad. He's terrible. Someone but stat wise, the stats will tell you that he's amazing. Like yes. it's one of these anomalies. And and Wendy sees kind of like that. Like going through my, I, I just put together a little model so I could have something to reference today. He's literally number one in my model that I put together. Um, but yeah, he just doesn't actually like ever get close. to <laughs> Well, that's a playoff at Bermuda. Well, that's literally that's the worst page. So I, I, I don't know if you're a, are, are you a Gary Woodland guy? I want to be a Gary Woodland guy so bad. Like, uh, did you hit him at Pebble or anything? No. And, and that was one that I looked back at and I like looked at my model after, after the tournament, after he won, I looked at my model and he was like third. And I was like, what the fuck? I didn't even like consider the guy who was third in my model on this tournament. Um, Gary is another guy that like the stats will tell you that he's the best golfer on tour right now. Ball, you know, best ball striker. I can't, I can't do anything on fantasy national right now without Gary coming up in the top five. And it's like, but he hasn't really been close even somewhat. Um, he's, he's he, what it will tell you if you look at it, like around the green is that he's me basically out there. Uh, he might as well be me chipping you know, standing over an eight foot birdie putt, you don't have a lot of confidence. So it's just one of those things like the guy's a world-class golfer. Will he, will it click at some point? Probably. I, I'm looking at know. the stats and I'm like, yeah, again, like this is just total gambler's fallacy. Like what we do in, in golf betting. Like if he just putts like even halfway normally, like he will, he'll do it. Like yeah. he can do it. Like he won here in 2011. Um, I was, I'd maybe in sixth grade. I don't know how old I was then, but you know, it still matters, but the ball striking is unbelievable right now. No one is yeah. hitting the ball better. He just cannot chip or putt. Um, but this which, is, which is important in golf. I don't know if you are aware of this. It's <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, man, like just like having Colin last week, like JT, at you know bay hill like it's tough when like they're hitting the ball great and they just just can't putt but then it's like you look at scotty and he didn't he like was neutral putting and he won by like again why did that happen to us like how what how is why is it so hard to like lose strokes like why can't you just be even like i'm not asking you to gain like three or four and that's with so many guys like if you could just be even right make your make your four or five footers you know, make a 10 footer every couple of times, a couple of tries. But like, I've been betting these bozos who miss every single three and four footer they look at. And it's like, dude, what are we doing? Yeah, it's tough. Like it, it's tough. That's why I like betting. Good. I was watching some, 
some uh some highlights before of like random like tiger victories dude just made every putt like yeah. just give me like a tiger at like 50 to 1 like i feel like that should be better i'm not if like for right now like that my card would be rose sa windy gary and then like one bomb like that would be like all i could fit yeah. um i know you're you're betting some bombs so like this range like 50 to like 80 like or is, is there anyone you like just missed anyone that like modeled out well for you you're a euro guy like can vic perez do it like who do you like kind of in like the 50 to one to a hundred i know you're not so, betting any of that so brandon Wu's a guy who's got a lot okay. of talk um he's a high pre- pedigree player you know i feel like he's gonna do it at some point um the way that I'm kind of constructing my card, it's really, a, you know, two guys up top and then I don't have a lot of room for these middle guys. So I'm, I'm probably going to skip there. Vic Perez has, has my interest. Cause I, I hit a, you know, like 50 to one bet on him pretty recently. When he beat, when he beat Minwell? Uh I think he beat Ryan Fox in that one. If I'm okay. Not. Yeah. That was over the summer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah when yeah. Ryan Fox was like minus 5,000. Yeah. And then he uh, hit 19 balls into the water on the last hole. Yeah, so um, you um you that was that one after that happened you were like I can't complain about a bad beat for a while. Well, I had Vic and Ryan Fox in that tournament. Oh, sick! That's um, sick. You know, T Dunks was a guy I, like that was randomly popping. He's been playing. Me. He's been playing well. He's been playing good golf. I don't know if I can go there. Will Gordon's another guy who like it seems like every week just <laughs> at one point has a phenomenal round and gets himself like in the mix and then disappears um that that's this is pretty funny about brandon Wu. he gained seven strokes on approach at api and lost three putting and then lost on approach last week actually seven. That, that's a good call kyle i i noticed that i was like man if he could uh somehow bring both parts of his game in one week yeah i, I noticed that that's that's a pretty incredible one uh yeah will gordon robbie shelton's another one but i'm yeah he's I'm playing sure, good i'm pretty sure robbie shelton sucks though i'm not really yeah i'm not really sure yeah, Robert uh, Shells. So, so in in that range, I don't think I'm going to pull the trigger, but but those would be the guys I'd be looking at is like Wu, Perez, Duncan, and Shelton, and Gordon. They, they'd have my they have my attention, but I'm not sure the card is going to allow yeah. me to slide them. in. Do you like uh, uh, Ludwig? Do you think he could he could fuck this week? No, no, but I do. I do like him. Okay. Like you, you, you can see him like in three years, like betting him at like, yeah, 50 to one. I, th- I think so. I think he's a guy that like, we need to be aware of, you know, okay. um, we as golf betters, like the, there's so much turnover, right? Like we need to be aware of these, these young studs and that guy's been number one in like the velocity global college rankings or whatever yeah. for a while now. So, um, he's clearly legit. He had, was it Honda that he was like sticking around or hanging around? I think he played well at Bay Hill. Bay Hill. So, I mean, clearly like the guy's got yeah. game. Um, I'm not going to be putting my money on it this week, but like, fuck man, the guy's yeah. good. Another, other, another guy, uh, my, I know my friend Adam's on it. Pearson Cootie. He played yeah. well, um, at Honda he, as well. Two corn wins already. Yeah. And he won one at like minus four. So that is a, uh, that's a, that's a development, you know, might be a nice, yep. like top 40, um, yep. DFS play. Um, my long shot that I bet he was like the first guy I bet 
this week. I, I kind of want your take on it being, you know, an older gen. You're not old, but like, you know, just a more established gentleman. The first guy I was like, I'm 100% betting this week is Ben Taylor. Like that was a very easy decision. The dude has three top fives on the PGA Tour this year. He's 150 to one. T5 at Houston, T5 at Sony, T5 at Honda, Florida guy, like Southeast guy. Um, I just, based on seeing him at the Honda, I mean, seeing him at the Honda in Houston, like, I'm like, this guy's just like a, a ball striking bastard. Like you want him in difficult conditions. Um, so I was like, hype. I was like, yo, Ben Taylor, 150 to one, like a lock it in. I follow him on Instagram. Just, you know, I like to follow golfers on Instagram. Going through the Insta stories, like, congratulations to Mr. and Mrs. Taylor, like, him at a fucking pool party, like, with a high noon. He got fucking married this weekend. Sick. He was boozing. Well, you always love to see that. That's like, you always see that after they win. You're like, why couldn't somebody have told no, me that? No, I, I feel like a marriage, like, he did, was not practicing golf this weekend. Like, I feel like it's a reason to fade. Like, where are you on, like, married weekend before a tournament? Is that fade? I, I mean, or... it, it seems like it should be, right? Like, your your mind was pulled in a lot of different directions. Um, yeah, not a lot of reason to practice. Ben Taylor, that dude is sick with the putter. So that's yeah. that's the thing, though. Like, if he, you know, ball striking, I feel like, I don't know, when I don't play golf for a month or I don't practice for a month, like, I come out and my ball striking is sick. Yeah. Right? Because you're just oh. not thinking. And and then it's, it's the touch. It's the short game. It's the putting that you lose quicker. So so maybe his ball striking is going to be fine. You know, Let's go. Free. I don't hate Ben Taylor. I know. I Okay. I'm I'm happy because also like Chad Ramey, he was first round leader at the players. And he's like, I just had a kid. I haven't even been thinking about golf. Like he right. said that, like, I feel like golfers randomly play well after random life events. Yep. So Ben Taylor is my favorite play of the week. Ben Taylor, top 40, top 10, top five outright. Like Benny T mm -hmm. is going to be in the mix this week. Um, I I'm like that he just got married. I like that. I'm not all right. I so who are who are your long shots? Who are your guys hundred plus? So, so the bombs I'm looking at, um, everybody knows I'm a Garrick Higo sucker. Yeah. So uh, he's on the card. He's on the card. Okay. You know, he he definitely rates out well in a lot of the things. And I'm he's been popping, man. He's, he's been, been popping. Well. He's been playing some pretty good golf. Um, you know, he's a he's an excellent par five scorer. Um, I feel like Florida's just been nice to him in general. Like he is playing three really good golf rounds of golf and one horrific round of golf just about every time he tees it up. So if, if we can somehow get uh, four of them together, we're going to be in good shape. The guy can win. He's won uh, mostly birdie fest, but you know, he won that, that Palmetto championship, which he won, yeah. I think in single digits. Yeah. Definitely sees that week condo. Yeah. So, so I, I like, I like Higo. Um, I'm, I'm liking Trey Molinex a lot. Yeah. I read him up top 40. I, I like that. I think that, Molinex what is a lot better player than people think he is. Yeah. Um, you know, his his win came at Barbasol, so right, not a difficult test, but he does a lot of the things that I want to see, right? He's a really good driver of the ball. He's he's long, um, and he mostly is can can keep it pretty straight. Um I think he's just a better player than like being a hundred to one. And then the other one I was looking at was uh, Dylan Wu. 
Okay. You know, not I, Brandon Wu. No, I like both the Wu's. I'm I'm a Wu Tang guy. Um, I like both the Wu's, but but Dylan seems to be better in like tough, you know, tough scoring. Like he's a he's he doesn't make a lot of bogeys. Hits the ball pretty straight. Um, he's been popping popping recently, and he's at like triple, you know, two and a half times the odd of of the other Wu. You know, tenth at Honda, and then uh, a thirty fifth at Players. Like that's, that's all. Need. That's yeah. All that, need. That's not more you can ask for. That's all you need for a, for guy. a one forty to one. Yeah, yeah, love it. Um. So yeah, yeah. That's that does it for us for the Valspar. I think uh, we both talked about our guys. Cards will yeah. be out tomorrow. Uh, first round leader will be out tomorrow. The best bet. Um. Henceforth, before we get into college basketball, I want your opinion on this. I tweeted it out. Um. Before. Um, did you see my tweet about the ticket prices for the PGA Championship? I did. I did. I thought that was. What very... are your thoughts on that? Th- those are expensive tickets. I I thought that you were very brave to ask whether you were just broke. Because I'm not Twitter. like that's the thing. Like I have no expenses. Like, but it's Twitter. I... It's Twitter. People are gonna shit on you anytime yeah. you you open up the you know the floor to a question like that. But no, dude, those are expensive tickets. This is a golf course. Like, there's almost unlimited room. It's yeah. not like there's a certain number of seats. And, it, and it's not like going to a football game where you see every second of action. Dude. And, it, like, at, that's at, at crazy. an – And, like, I've, like, gone to – like, I go – I like to go to golf tournaments. Like, I, yeah. I enjoy going. But at the same time, it's, like, from us watching golf on TV every single week, like – the group like on a weekend like the groups you want to watch like the groups that you're like sweating or like the like best groups have the most people following it and you can't get a good look at every single shot um so for like again it's in rochester it's like six hours away from me like it's not even and it's fucking rochester like it's not like i'm like it's not like I'm going to like Miami or like some great city. Like Rochester is like not a nice city, like at all. Like no offense. Like I went to school in Buffalo. Like my brothers went to school in Rochester. Like it's so like for me to be like, yeah, I'm going to drive six out. Like for, I would like to go for two days. Cause I'm going up for like, yeah. for me to spend like $700. I've walked around golf courses for two days. Like I've done it. It's not like life changing. Like it's great. But it's sure. not like life changing. And normally I'm spending like a hundred bucks, like 80 bucks. Like that's fine. Like that is totally worth it. But six hundred dollars for like two days, like I'm I think I might be out. Like I might just not go. Dude, I kind of feel the same way about it as I do like most NFL games. You know, like you're gonna spend that much money and that much inconvenience to like kind of see some golf. Whereas like you could be at home tracking every single guy that you care about on your computer. You could have two screens, you could have the feature groups that, you know, whatever, like the viewing experience at home is free and probably better than dropping. Yeah. Like you're going to drop a couple you know, at least a grand, at least a grand, like to go to fucking Rochester. Yeah. Again, no beef, like no beef. Like I think I'm out. Like, yeah, I probably I won't be going to be honest. But I don't blame you. Like it just kind of tough for me right now. I am, I did. I'm a hypocrite, and I 
this is, I guess it's a little bit different, but I, I paid 350. I'm going to John Mayer tomorrow at MSG and I paid $350. Hey, for, Andy will tell you that's money well spent, dude. Yeah. Like, but I, I want to see, like, it's a little bit different, like, cause it's like a, a 40 minute train ride. Sure. Like, but again, I'm not broke. Like no one, no one was even saying that. So it's like totally chill. It's fine. Uh, but let's get into March madness. Let's get into the NCAA tournament. Preface this. I am not a college basketball guy. I can name one college basketball player. And I honestly don't even know. The only college basketball player I know is Brendan Miller. Who's a guy in Alabama. Yeah. Brandon Miller. And the only reason I know him is because he was an accomplice to murder. I don't know anything about college basketball. So, again, I'm not, you know, going to say things. But there was a time in our lives where you would feed me Big East winners and they were hitting. Like, you hit me with one of those, like, this is a mortgage lock, throw your life on it, and it hit. That's very hard to do. As a degenerate gambler and being in a lot of gambling group chats, like, that's very hard to do. And then, you know, I you kind of got cold for a second. And then yeah. we just – how have you done since I stopped tailing? Like, how have you been? Uh, pretty decent. The conference okay. tournaments were pretty good for me. Um, we're getting into a point in the year where momentum means more than anything. Okay. Like, right. you know, I would point Reason to like, Shrugs like Penn, Penn State you know, made a, made a run to the big East or the big 10 championship. And like, they were very much a bubble team, but they just caught fire at the right time. So uh, I did well, you know, I'm a Marquette guy. So I was riding Marquette through the tournament, you know, it's, it's tough, man. Yeah. We were hot for a while. We got cold, but uh, the tournament is here and dude, I'm excited. All right. East. We're going to try with South region Bama one seed. Uh, Arizona two seed, you know that. Like, who from this region absolutely not winning the NCAA tournament? They can only be a one, two, or three seed. Like, who is like your fade in the South region? So the South region, uh, Virginia's not winning. Okay, Virginia, Virginia cannot score. Okay, so Baylor, Virginia's a fade. Yeah, Virginia's a fade. I honestly wouldn't be shocked to see Virginia get knocked out by Furman. Okay, I would be. I'm, a, be I'm really, in on Furman. I'd be really surprised to be see Virginia get past uh, the second round. Most likely, San Diego State. Okay. Um, Arizona is a is one of the most bipolar teams I think I've seen this year. They've thrown up some of the more impressive wins that you'll see, but also some of the more head scratching losses. So that's another team that like, you know, could run into a pretty hot either Missouri or Utah State team in the second round and like anything can happen. Baylor is a team that we've seen uh, a lot recently being very good in the last couple of years. And and this year, I just don't think they kind of have that same swag. Um, Alabama, though, is a team that I think is very, very tough, very deserving one seed, very dangerous one seed. So I like Alabama. A so lot. you like you like Alabama to win this, um, this this bracket. This part. I've got I've got Bama in this region, but I've also got Creighton as the sixth seed making a deep run. I think I've okay, got, okay. Yeah, I've got a Creighton Alabama Elite Eight. Got it. Um, okay. Creighton was a team that was was expected to be incredibly good 
early, you know, you know, first rankings of the year, they were like a top 10 team, I believe. Um, And they just kind of like, you know, struggled early, especially in conference play, but came on pretty strong late in the year. What Creighton will do is they will sometimes make every single three pointer that they look at and they'll just fucking light you up for like 20 points in three minutes. And it's like, what? You know, they're, they just turn into a buzzsaw, and then sometimes they just turn into some bums. Um, I think it's one of the softer regions. Okay, so Bama might have a little bit of a crowning. Yeah. I, Do I you like think Bama. Bama can win the national ch- title this year? I don't have them winning the national championship. Obviously, they could. They've been excellent all no, year. No, hard stance. Are they winning I, or not? They're not going to win. Okay. You know, I think it's tough when you're your absolute best players, a freshman and a going through, um, as you so eloquently put it, being an accomplice to murder. I think that, I think that's tough, man. I think that the closer they get, um, the more the distractions, the off court distractions will play into it. I, I just don't, I don't love them to win it all but i think that they got a fairly soft draw okay. so a deep okay. run is is available okay yeah i i again the basketball gods are not going to let bama win the natty ship uh nate oates he was the prior head coach at ub very good where i very went good. when he i was in college when they went on the run he left fuck nate oates straight up fuck he's him. he's a very good coach. um yeah okay my dad was a better suio coach east region um, I'm guessing that Marquette is is going through to the Final Four. In in your opinion, can they do? Like, wh- what do you think about Purdue? Like, Purdue's the one seed. Do you think they can make it to the Final Four, or is Marquette 100? They're making the Final Four. They're your pick. So yes, I I, I went to Marquette for law school. Um, for a, a time. <laughs> so let let's just take this with a br- grain of salt, everybody. You know, yes. let's just. Definitely, definitely. You know, I'm I'm a homer for the Big East. I'm a homer for Marquette. I will tell you that Marquette has lost two games in calendar year 2023. Okay. Uh, those two games were at Connecticut, which is a top 15 team, and at Xavier when they were fully healthy, which is a three seed, another top 15 team. So they've lost two games in the last, call it three months, uh, on the road against excellent teams. Um. I think Marquette got the softest draw you could ever imagine. Sick, sick. They they would draw either Michigan State or USC in the second round, who are both frauds. Not, not very good. They're frauds. Uh, and then the Sweet 16 game, my guess is probably Providence. I like Providence to come out of that, but you know the other teams would be Kansas State or Kentucky. They they roll all of those guys, um, and then in the top of that bracket, they would be looking at you know you would think Tennessee, meh, Bro. Duke coming on strong but not that great of a team or purdue um i don't believe in purdue at all okay uh, i'm with purdue, you i don't like purdue, them either purdue lost four of their last eight regular season games like out i just out. told you that that marquette has lost two games in the last three months and purdue lost four uh you know in their last eight so i think marquette got the easiest draw you could ever imagine i think the big east is the best league top to bottom you know people will disagree with me and that's fine you're wrong they won the big the regular and the the tournament man they are legit whether they win it this year or not i don't know they will win it in one of the next two years you heard it here first um i think marquette's a final 14 though 
I'm in. I, I'm I, I'm not a bracket guy. I'll be riding Marquette, riding Marquette first half. Um, I'll pick them to beat Bama in the the final four. We got now. The other thing the, about Marquette that I'll just throw in real quick is their coach is Shaka Smart, who took VCU to the final four. So boom. Real, like real I'm not sure female. what else you want. Um, we got the Midwest region, Houston as the one seed. Um, I saw somebody that had like a five. Do you see this? They had like a five dollar parlay to win half a mil, and the last leg was Houston at like That's minus three forty, yeah. and Houston lost, which that sucks. Like that, I would. I don't know how I would go on with life after that happened. Um, I know nothing about Houston. Two seed is Texas. I've never heard about Texas all year, so Texas is a fade for me. Um. Who do you like getting out of here, and who who is a fade here? So Houston's a really uh, dangerous team. They okay. they have a lot of experience, and they're they're excellently coached, and they've been very good for a long time. So they're they're a deserving number one, and I believe I've got them in there in the final four as well. So like okay. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shit on them or poo poo okay. on them at all. Texas is another team that's incredibly talented. Lost their coach. Uh, mid-year first with some uh, domestic violence kind fade. of stuff. Going Gol- on. Basketball gods fade for me. Right, but but they've also rallied around the interim coach. They won the uh, the Big 12 championship, you know, the tournament. So they're they're solid. They had a game early in the season against Gonzaga where they just blew them out of the out of the building, and it was it was crazy. Um, so very interesting team there. Xavier as a three seed is is also an interesting team. This is a team that won the NIT last year, returned every player, and has been incredible all year. They they are currently without um, what I believe to be probably their second, maybe you know they're they're without like a top three player, um, but there's a chance he could come back. And then you know Indiana is another team that has come on uh, pretty strong in the second. I like Indiana. Yeah, yeah, and, and I think you know, most people love the Big Ten. I think it's unwatchable. I think it's it's rock fights. What do you it's, think about Maryland? Yeah, again, it's like so Maryland. If could if they could they beat Bama in the Sweet Sixteen? I don't even think they're going to get out of that first game. Um, you think they could? Okay, they could. Okay, you're, no. Okay, if if they're if the game were being played on their home court, sure. Yeah, they're, they're at home. But, okay, they're yeah. they're a fade away from home. Yeah, so okay. so the the mid east the the Midwest, I mean, in general, I think is a is full of a lot of teams that have really high upside, but just can also not show up whatsoever. It's a very odd, um, you know, collection of of teams, and and I like Houston out of that group. I think Houston and Xavier, especially if Xavier can get Fremantle back, I think that's probably the elite eight matchup we're looking at. Okay. Okay. Um, last region, the West, Kansas one seed, um, UCLA two seed, Gonzaga's the three. So, like, what's up with with Gonzaga? Like, they never win the tournament. I haven't heard much buzz around them, um, this year. Oh, I just, I you would might care about this. Um, Hofstra hit a buzzer beater to tie number one Rutgers in the NIT. They're going to, oh, so care? I do care about that, um, because. As we can talk about here in a moment, my team, the University of Nevada Wolfpack, was <laughs> your guys was the last team to get in, and Rutgers fans are pissed. 
Um, but you okay, know what? got it. Right, so what, what seed is Nevada? We're an 11 seed. We're playing in a playing game against my alma mater. Are they a hammer? We are a hammer, but uh, how many we, colleges have you gone to? Three? As you can see, uh, only two. Wait, I, so then I, I why are you attended, in a Oh, you're a Nevada man because you live in Nevada. I never attended Nevada, but I I grew up five minutes away from the campus, and I've been a lifelong fan. I I root for Nevada sports over anything. Uh, I went to Arizona State and Marquette for uh, undergrad and law school, though. Okay. So so ASU is playing was Nevada Arizona in the State first a round. Movie? What's up? Oh, was Arizona it? State was a, it was a good time. It was you it had was, fun. I had a lot like of fun. pool parties, like hot girls, like booze, like it was a movie. Those those things were all present. That's yeah. sick. That's dope. That's it was dope. Fun. So uh, we'll get into that one a little bit later. But um, yeah, I'm happy to hear that Rutgers is struggling in their first round because Rutgers fans. Uh, got... Bias aside, like who do you think should have got in? I think Nevada was the deserving team. Uh, we were less than three weeks ago probably considered a seven seed. Oh, yeah, and we we had a very poor finish to the season we lost probably three games that we shouldn't have lost um but but i mean at one point we were yeah looking at like a seven seed so i think to at least get in a, into a play-in was 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 the right call uh and ruck dude ruckers finished 10th in their own conference like you're, <laughs> and they're losing to the shroud dude you're like to get it to get the fuck out of here man yeah so anyways getting back to the the west which i think is by far the most i mean this is the the region of death like okay okay i don't i don't know what the committee was doing <laughs> with this region so you know i'm a big ken palm guy most people are yukon is a four seed they are the f- number four team in ken palm in the country ucla as the two seed is the number two in the country uh gonzaga as a three seed is the number eight team in the country saint mary's as a five seed is the number 11 seed and kansas is a one seed and they're the number nine so so the west region according to ken palm has five of the 11 best teams in the country it's a fucking gauntlet so you shouldn't bet any of these teams future well you're, you're looking at a really tough path to get to the final four if you're betting any of these teams. But theoretically, if you get through to the final four, you will have been very much battle tested and proven to be, you know, an elite team. So um, my national champion ch- champion actually comes out of this region. Um, that's UConn as the four. UConn's your, your winner. They're my winner. Uh, They're going to they- do it like twice in 10 years. They had a, you know, start to the season that was unlike anything, you know, we've seen. They won their first, like, I don't know, 10 games or something by double digits. They beat Alabama by 18 on a neutral or uh, 15 on a neutral court. You know, they beat Iowa State by 18 on a neutral. I mean, they just steamrolled and it looked like, you know, midway through the season, they were clearly the best team in the country. They had a little bit of a lull, but then they they came on strong at the end of the year. Uh, the Big East Championship against Marquette was arguably the game of the year. Did they had, had a chance win? to win it? No, they lost to Marquette by two. They had the ball. 
multiple times with a chance to win down the stretch. And, and so just, UConn, if you could place one bet to win the tournament, it's UConn. I like UConn a lot. I've got some nice futures on UConn. You what are can, their odds right now? I think you can catch like a 17, 18, okay. something in that range. I, I think you could do worse. Um, they are just very good. They, they rebound the ball better than probably any team I've ever seen. Um, they've got some shooters. They've got multiple big men. They're, they're just really, really goddamn good. Love it. Um, I will use this information and fill out a bracket. Um, I'll bet all those teams like, you know, spread. Um, and I'm looking forward to some, some basketball. Is this like one of your favorite weeks of the year? Are you taking off like Thursday or Friday this week, like for the games or no? Um, so I will be leaving tomorrow. <laughs> I actually got a great, great little week lined up. I'm leaving tomorrow afternoon to go to Phoenix. Um, so I will be heading into enemy territory, enemy territory. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm literally a sun devil. Um, You're going to live Phoenix. No, I'm not, (laughs) but I am going to Phoenix and I'll be landing, you know, about two hours before the Nevada ASU game starts. So you're going to the game. No, that's in that game's in Dayton. Okay. I'm just going to Phoenix because my wife is going to Taylor Swift on Friday. The opener. In, in Phoenix. Uh, How in much is she paying, if you don't mind me asking? For Taylor Swift tickets? Yeah. They were like 400 450 a pop. That's that's insane. Yeah, so she's going on Friday to Taylor Swift. Um, Thursday, I'm doing nothing but watching games in Phoenix. Friday, I'm playing golf in the Wait, morning fine. and then watching games. Uh, the course is called Wigwam. Okay. Yeah, it's, uh, it's out kind of in the outskirts of town, but it is – considered to be a top 10 uh course in in arizona so it's, it's a nice little course um yeah man and then and then saturday sunday we're not doing much watching basketball we'll probably catch a spring training game uh yeah man sweet be, be that's awesome week. what yeah. are the expectations for the round what what are you trying to shoot so the course is apparently pretty short that we're playing okay um i'd like to shoot I'd like to shoot around 80. I haven't played a lot. I haven't played a lot. lot. Like just Um, wife and kids work like just too much. Yeah. Reno's been getting dumped on with snow. So we we haven't had, haven't had the courses open much. I played. Oh, so you couldn't, you can't even play. No, no. But I I did play two rounds in February, uh, threaded the needle on weather. um, And I'm, I'm hitting the ball. Well, the short game is, is a mess. I got no touch right now, but okay. but I'm, this is a course that I think I can I can take apart with some low irons, keep the ball in play off the tee, a lot of hybrid off the tee. Sick. I'm gonna tear it apart. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I, w- I would like some updates. Um, I'll get I'll, I'll get you I'll get you uh, some updates. Yeah. Okay. So there's nothing more you could have wanted from TIB um, tonight. Valspar, golf, yeah, um, basketball. Uh, your bracket, like you're gonna win your leagues after listening. Um, tonight had it all. So I appreciate you coming on, Luke. I wish you the best of luck with your Valspar picks. I wish you the best of luck with your bracket, with your first half unders. Maybe I'll be tailing. And uh, I hope you have a great weekend of gambling and golfing and drinking. There's really nothing better than those three. You too, buddy. Uh, bet bet Nevada on Wednesday against ASU. Okay. That's okay. a that's a hammer. That's a lock. Hammer. That's a lock. Otherwise. Okay. Let's get it, buddy. Let's just get it. Um, Everyone have a great night, and we will see you next week for the match play.